everybody. This is Jeff, and welcome to the Bold Metrics Podcast. We're here today with Ben Shang of Forma. Hey, everybody. It's Ben here. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me, Jeff. It's great to have you here, Ben. Um, if, you know, for our listeners out there, we've been talking to brands um, as well as other retail technology companies um, in the apparel space. Mm-hmm. And today, uh, having Forma on, they've been really focused on making virtual fashion accessible for brands and customers. So we're great, grateful to have you guys on the show. Grateful to be partnering with you on some pretty exciting projects and looking forward to chatting today. Yeah, yeah, likewise. I'm excited to be here and share a little bit about Forma. Yeah, so maybe just jumping right in, um, just tell the audience here about Forma, um, what it's all about and your role and kind of how it got started. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I'm the co-founder and CEO of Forma. Uh, we started about two and a half years ago, so we're still um, relatively new. Uh, but Forma is a technology company, and what we do is that we enable anybody to try on any outfit in the world from a single photo um, instantly and photorealistically. So um, another way to think about Forma is that we're making all the clothes in the world digital um, directly from uh, photos of those outfits. So that's basically what we do. Yeah, I love the simplicity of it. How do you think what you're doing um, is really going to change the dynamic for online retail for apparel brands in the near future and then even further down the road? Yeah, I mean, something that's been happening before, before even Forma was that you know, e-commerce has taken over. Shoppers can now shop anytime, anywhere from their phone or their computer or wherever they want, right? So this is really an amazing opportunity for brands um, to, to reach their shoppers anytime. But we found that at the same time, it's, a, it's become a challenge to build deeper connections when there's so much competition for shoppers' attention. Of course, they can shop anywhere else. They can go on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube, whatever it is. So how, how do you connect and, um, and build connections with your shoppers in this world? So um, with Forma, we think there's nothing more personal and, um, and therefore more engaging than seeing yourself, right? So, um, so what we think that if we allow shoppers to see themselves in an outfit, um, they're going to be engaged, they're going to be interested, and um, soon we think they're going to demand to be able to see something on themselves before they buy. Just like in the offline world, it's kind of like if you walk in a store that you see something you like and say, can I try it on? And they say, we don't have a fitting room. That would be kind of odd, right? right. Um, so we think that in the future, uh, in, the, in the online world, it's going to be similar where it's like, well, if I can't see it on myself, maybe I'll just go to another store I can. Um, so that's kind of how we're, how we're viewing this in the future. Great. How many people are, would you say, are using this technology today since you guys have been around? Yeah. So um, I guess if we think about actual people trying things on, we're in the probably million or so um, range. And then on the merchant side, we're in the hundreds around, you know, five, 600 uh, merchants that work with us. And then I guess if you can't consider them shoppers or users, we're probably somewhere in the kind of 1 million or so range in terms of different unique people who have tried this on. So it's still early days, but it's definitely starting to catch on, especially uh, more recently. So today, uh, if you're listening, you know, we're in 2020, obviously in the middle of this COVID pandemic, um, a lot of challenges that retail retailers are facing. Um, I know like our business has seen definitely an 
uptick in interest and size recommendation, fit technology on the body data side of things. Um, I know you're probably seeing the same kind of uptick, um, Mm -hmm. you know, companies investing more into their online experience because of, you know, this new world we're living in. Uh, How do you see uh, this happening in kind of what you do with uh, your technology? And then, you know, what really sets your approach apart um, from, maybe other options out there. Sure. So I'll start from a personal perspective. In my own experience, I'd say that when, I, when I'm going shopping for clothes, you know, being able to try something on is really important for me to build my confidence, right? Because I'm, yeah. I'm interested in something, I'm not sure if it'll look good um, on me. And so, you yeah. know, I want to try it on. So, um, and this seems to be the case for most people, given that pretty much every store now has a fitting room in it, right? If it didn't work, why would you spend the money building the fitting rooms, taking up valuable space uh, for them? Well, the reason right. why is because, you know, clearly it works. Right. So now during the pandemic era, people don't feel as comfortable um, trying on outfits. Um, there might be, you know, viruses, et cetera, like on, on the outfit that you should try on. If you don't buy it, then what about the next person? So, um, so that's probably going to be the reality for, you know, the, the, the near-term future um, uh, at least. So, so then you kind of lose this ability to see yourself in an outfit before you have to make a purchase decision. So with Forma, we allow shoppers to visualize any outfit digitally to see the style as one that you like and see as something that um, looks good on you. And I think the key factor here is that it's from the comfort and safety of your own home on your phone or your computer or wherever you are. So, um, so yeah, and I think the, I think the second half of your question is what makes Forma unique. And uh, I think the key factor here, there's kind of two dimensions. First is that we're instant. And second is that it's photorealistic. Right. So, um, so, and we only require a single photo and you can kind of do this in real time as, as you're shopping. Um, and then, so you can upload a photo, see yourself instantly. And it looks actually photorealistic when you try it on. So honestly, the idea has been around for many years, um, uh, much before I, we started Forma. But actually, the technology to actually do it was um, only doable very recently in the past couple of years, actually. That's interesting. You guys saw the opportunity and knew the technology was there to do it. And it's, yeah, you know. I think every, every startup needs you know, some timing. Um, it's pretty mm-hmm. important. And so with the technology available, I mean, people have been wanting this for a long time. And, uh, and when we saw the technology was doable, we're like, now's the right time to do it. I know you guys are, uh, you know, working with many brands. Uh, can you share any examples of kind of what brands have seen using your technology and what maybe some brands have learned by using your technology? Sure, sure. So before we started, our intuition, and this is a little bit of a maybe wishful guessing, was that we have a similar impact to um, thinning rooms and physical storage, right? Which as we, as we just talked about, merchants right. always invest in because they know that increases the likelihood that one of their shoppers in their store will actually buy something. Yeah. Um, so with our merchants as well, uh, we've been measuring purchase conversion rates across, as I mentioned, a couple hundred of our, our merchants. Yeah. And fortunately, the theory seems to pan out. So um, shoppers who try something on digitally are 50 times more likely to buy than those who do not. Um, and just the mere existence of having the try-on option increases the entire site's purchase conversion rate by five to 50%. 
um, whether this includes people who don't even try on outfits uh, as well. So um, that's amazing. Yeah, so we've been pretty happy with the with the results. I don't know the exact metrics for uh, physical fitting rooms. I don't think anybody even tries to not have a fitting room anymore. But I imagine it's uh, somewhere in, within that range as well. That's great. It's amazing results. <clears throat> um, what about, you know, we've talked about how simple it is. And I, I mean, I know because I've used it, how simple it is to use from a mm -hmm. consumer standpoint. Uh, maybe talk a little bit about how, how you integrate with the brand and what that process looks like and what you kind of need from the brand side and, you know, how long can integration take to yeah, get that's warm up and running. That was a really important point for us because we knew that integration would be a barrier for merchants to try anything new. I'm sure you've run into this at Bold Metrics, and right. uh, I know that you guys have been optimizing for as simple as possible as well. Right. So, um, so we've been trying from the start. We tried to think of a flow that would be as easy as possible even before we had it. So uh, there's really only two components in getting Formula to work. First is the clothes, and the second is the actual dressing room widget, right? Um, right. So uh, on the first, we, just, we can take existing photos wherever they are, right? Usually uh, merchants have PDPs where at least one of their photos works right out of the box. Mm -hmm. So we don't even need to reshoot the models or anything. The photos, we just use existing photos. Uh, we don't need any 3D scanning or green screens or Photoshopping or anything like that. Um, so we try to make that as simple as possible. And then in terms of the actual widget or the dressing room um, on the PDPs, uh, we are, we've built one already. And if you're on Shopify, uh, it's literally like installing, installing formulas, like installing an app on your phone. Yeah. Uh, even if you're off of Shopify, we already have it built, um, on, on in a web widget. And so they can either, uh, use our widget directly, or if they want to build their own widget, that's fine too. And they can call, uh, we have an open API, uh, as well for them. So we try to make it so it's like zero or one day of engineering work to get yeah. going. Um, you know, certain merchants want to get really fancy and really customized. That's cool too. Um, and, uh, but that's really up to them if they want to, uh, um, spend more effort on it, but, um, to get started should be almost no engineering at all. That's great. Are there any like limitations to it as far as the type of clothes or the form, different bodies, different styles or anything? Is it just work sure. across the board? Well, one requirement we have in the photo is that it needs to be front facing and it needs to show the whole product, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not a very tight restriction. Most merchants are obviously trying to sell the clothes. So they usually have pretty good front facing shots. So I mean, from a shopper perspective, they want to see it as well. Right. right. Uh, and then in terms of different clothing styles or forms, we handle almost all silhouettes and styles that are out there now, but something that's truly one of a kind, like, that you might see on the Oscars red carpet or the Met Gala or something might right. be a little harder. I mean, we could probably still do them. Um, those might be a little bit harder or really uh, intricate wedding dress might be uh, a little bit of work. Yeah. But, um, but anything like a hoodie or a regular dress or, or jeans or anything like that, um, those obviously would be um, pretty straightforward. Um, relatedly, we do get a, a lot of requests for accessories and shoes including okay. bags, jewelry, hats, uh, sunglasses, things like that. Uh, we want to do those too. We're working on them, but we're not quite satisfied with the quality just yet, but uh, hopefully we'll add those soon. Great. So, you know, beyond the virtual try-on, 
Is there anything else that you guys can do kind of knowing, you know, around the data of the experience, knowing like a shopper and what they're trying on and providing insights, anything actionable, things you can do around that using your technology? Is it purely kind of just that try on experience? Yeah. So I think I, I like when you ask this question, it makes me think of two uh, categories. Uh, one is on the merchandising side where, you know, most brands, they do their best to guess what, what's going to sell well. And then oftentimes this is like many months in advance of manufacturing distribution to stores, et cetera. So if we, you can actually put something earlier out on Forma's own app and we can help with demand forecasting to know what shoppers are more likely to buy. For example, right now, actually, we're pretty surprised that um, for, for some reason, red is really popular right now in everything, (laughs) um, both male and female. I'm not exactly sure why. Interesting. And um, you know, that's, we just see that from all the top items that are shared and and, and tried on from our, you know, hundreds of thousands of users. So that's information potentially useful for a store doing merchandising. Maybe you should put a little bit more, um, you know, red outfits out there. Uh, maybe at a more prominent placement on your on your site. Um, yeah, or even further back in the process with design, you know, when they're coloring up product lines, having that exactly. type of information. Yeah, because uh, in the process, generally merchants are have like one sample or a small volume to start. You can yeah. actually get that relatively early. Usually that might be handmade or maybe it's not mass manufactured yet. But once we have that and somebody wears it, it doesn't even need to be a model. We can put that up on Forma and see... We can compare, right? You can have very similar skews of different colors or different, slightly different silhouettes. And we can tell you, hey, rompers are, are in right now or they're not, right? And before you do a mass manufacturing of it and order these huge packs, uh, maybe you should get a little bit of data uh, to help the merchandisers make, um, make decisions. So um, some of our partners are actually asking for some of that data now, which I think is pretty interesting. And um, the other component is that we can send merchants some traffic so you know i think a lot of merchants rely on facebook and google ads which are right. great they're you know they're great channels but it's pretty competitive can be pretty expensive and honestly they're not really clothing focused so uh forma we have our own app and we have our own user base as well and our users have extremely high and specific intent you can think about a user who comes in tries on a very very specific dress in a very specific silhouette and color and they love it right so right. if, they, if they love it, they can click on it and literally buy directly on the merchant site. Um, and so they have very specific, very high intent. So we think that we can help brands reach customers who may not be thinking about them, or maybe they haven't even heard about their brand before. Uh, we're already sending you know thousands of, of shoppers to some of our merchants uh, every week now already. So uh, we're hoping that we can kind of, it's good for our shoppers too, right? Because if, right. if they love a dress, you know, they might actually want to buy it. So it's uh, it's kind of good for the shoppers and and good for the merchants as well. That's super interesting. Um, You know, today I think it's being accelerated a lot by the current situation and just technology in general, Um, you know, clothing becoming more and more digitized, Uh, you know, fashion shows this year are moving to digital only. Mm -hmm. Um, There's companies investing in, selling digital clothes for our digital selves, um, kind of replacing that, that need for some physical clothing, perhaps. I'm curious what your, uh, what your take is on that and how you see that growing and if Forma has any kind of 
role or plans to partake in that transformation? Yeah, to be to be honest, that really was the founding vision of Forma, uh, I guess, three years ago now. Um, but we knew it would be many years in the future, and I'm not going to try to go on record saying that's uh, <laughs> predict exactly when that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but we, we have seen for a long time now in gaming for over a decade, gamers customize what they call skins or outfits. And most recently with Fortnite, people are spending literally billions of real dollars to buy upgrades that don't affect gameplay at all, right? They're purely visual upgrades on Fortnite. Right. Uh, on, on avatars that don't even look like them, right? They're just characters right. in the video game. So, um, so I think it'll be some, it definitely will be some time before that floats or flows through to, to real um, people and, and photorealistic photos of themselves. Um, but I do think that is a larger trend that we are hoping to, um, to kind of empower as well. So that let's say maybe Jeff uploads a photo of himself and he can play as himself in Fortnite or Call of Duty or some VR world or watch Mission Impossible starring himself <laughs> um, or like a TikTok video and you know, it's, it's, it's you. So, We'd yeah. love to kind of power that anywhere that a, a visual representation of you is useful. We'd love to power that as a technology company. But just to be honest, that's that's going to be a while. Uh, I don't know exactly yeah. when, but that is the kind of the broad uh, direction that we're heading to. But um, but analogy we like to use, we, we really like to use a lot is on uh, Spotify. Because uh, before Spotify, you used to have to buy records or albums, like CDs or albums. Yeah. And so people's music taste was pretty coarse, right? You have a finite number of albums because you only have so much money and, and space. Um, so you just have your, your handful of item, uh, albums that you listen to. Right. But now because of Spotify, you can, you have an infinite uh, music library and I can try all sorts of music and right. I can experiment, right? And some of it is terrible and I t it turns out I don't like it. And the other things I really, really like, right? And so I can, and now people have a very, very nuanced sense of their music taste and right. they have really personalized playlists that they've curated over years. So um, we think that if Forma is successful, we can also empower people to try on more clothes and styles, and that will increase your confidence in buying physical clothes. Mm -hmm. um, and who knows? Uh, I mean, some of them might actually buy digital clothes as well. But um, but we're not even, we're not necessarily even predicting to say digital clothes will replace uh, physical clothes. I mean, physical right. clothes always have um, its its value. But I think it will supplement and um, and actually help you out with with your physical clothing choices as well. For sure, um, you mentioned uh, you know video games and you mentioned TikTok. Uh, is there any integration that you guys are doing with social media and being able to easily like share yourself wearing different clothes like socially to get opinions and stuff like that? Yeah, I think to have uh, formal. Uh, integrations with some of these bigger platforms is going to take some time yeah and uh, but I think it, I think it's a matter of time I don't think it's it's a it's a when not if um, but what we can do now already is and we're already seeing some of our users are posting links on their um, uh, TikTok or Instagram and those links will actually link towards uh, to a formal landing page where um, their followers can actually try on the outfit so oh, cool. especially in like fashion verticals they have some of these are, are very fashionable stylish um random people right or influencers or whatever we call, whatever we want to call them and if you like their style uh, you can actually click on this link and actually try it on yourself to see if it fits you or not and sometimes it, and sometimes it doesn't look good and sometimes you actually might feel like it's great but it becomes more interactive and this is a way for uh, influencers to kind of build deeper connections with their followers as well so um so until we have that i think we'll have to 
until we have the formal integration, we'll have to survive on these on these links. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's definitely the direction we're heading as well. What What else is uh, down the road for you guys? What's in the pipeline that you can share? Sure. I think on the tech side, we're going to try to handle more and more poses, eventually getting to 360 degree rotation. So for now, if you rotate your body more than 30 or 45 degrees, it starts to look a little weird. Um, so we actually reject those photos. Um, but pretty soon we should be able to rotate you 360 degrees so you can see the front and back. And uh, there are some interesting things we want to do on lighting and relighting, which um, honestly, I didn't even really know that much about before really diving the details of this. But let's say if your photo, most people take photos in um, uh, like indoor lighting, which is uh, artificial lighting. And then what if you switched, what if you go outdoors and there's really harsh sun, sunlight, or maybe it's really dark, um, pretty big lighting changes really affects the image quality as well. So working on that on the tech side. Yeah. And then on the product side though, um, we're going to get into the millions of outfits. So we really mm -hmm. want to build this database and really feel like it's infinite. And uh, once we figure, figure out and uh, finish some key features that we're missing, like sharing natively in our, in our app, uh, we'll be building Android and web versions of our app. And at that point, we'll be sending really significant shopper traffic to our uh, merchant partners as well. So, um, so these will take a little time, but we're, we're excited. Well, I guess like one last question. Um, yeah. You know, these are challenging times. You're a young entrepreneur yourself. What advice do you have for people out there listening? Yeah. The, the first thing I'd say about um, being a founder or being an entrepreneur in general is that um, at least I'll speak for myself to say that it took me a, a while to build a specific confidence to become, you know, to, to, to start my own company. Mm -hmm. uh, so for example, in college, I was totally not ready to be a founder at all. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, it took me over 10 years to build enough specific confidence to actually say, Hey, I feel confident that I can go do something on my own. So, um, so a lot of people talk about, oh, there's these dropouts like Bill Gates or Zuckerberg or whatever, and they dropped out of college and were so successful so early. That's awesome, right? That's awesome for them. Um, but I try not to feel pressured by them. I mean, for, for other people, dropping out of school works for them. That's great. That's awesome for them, right? More power to them. Right. But for others, you know, you need some more time and that's also totally fine as well. So, um, so I mean, that's more of a personal anecdote. It's like, you know, I didn't think I was going to be a founder when I was in college and, and now I feel uh, much more confident, um, in my own abilities. So, um, now as, as far as specifically right now, we're, we're dealing with some rocky times with pandemic and lockdowns, et cetera. Um, to be honest, I'm still figuring it out every day, uh, just like most people are. Yeah. Um, and I try to remain flexible, figuring out how to work from home. Um, how to uh, problem solve remotely together, how do we extend the runway, you know, how yeah. do we deal with partnerships or maybe big um, deals that fall through. And, um, you know, these are hard, right? But I think mm -hmm. startups usually are pretty used to being flexible already. I mean, otherwise, probably shouldn't be in a startup, <laughs> probably should go to somewhere a little bit more stable. So, um, so it's just even more, not so, more so now than usual. Um, fortunately, I think I'm a pretty optimistic person so, you know, my, my perspective is I want to try to acknowledge the challenges. I want to acknowledge they exist and they're going to be hard. And I'll just do my best to try to come out the other side, you know, stronger and better than before. But, you know, I'm just taking it day by day, just like, just like most people are. That's great. Um, exciting times for, for you on the Forma team, for sure. Um, congrats on 
all the success and keep it rolling. Uh, you know, it was great to have you. Uh, again, you guys have been listening to Bold Brands, podcast by Bold Metrics. This is Jeff. We had Ben here today. Check out Formos Technology. Thanks a lot, Ben. Really appreciate the time. Thank you.